All right, guys, we're back. The sh it's so intermittent, we don't even know when we're coming back, but we're here with Levi Slauson um, on the Salty Ship Log. And um, I think, you know, Levi, I'm way more excited to talk to you than you are to me because I've been like, we've been sort of just putting you in the closet, like, just when are we going to let Levi out on the podcast? Boom. Here it is. Yeah. Welcome. To, have you been listening to any of these things? You probably just are just like, I can't believe these guys. What are they even doing? Oh, come on, Seed. You know I've listened to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stay in the loop. Well, you have to listen to the, you, you'll have to listen to this one because you're on it, Levi. Yeah, no. Don't worry. I'll tune in. Salty Crew Radio presents... Salty Stories, the ship's log. Stories about the hard workers, the searchers, the risk-taking, mistake-making watermen who have nothing to prove. About the seafaring, the wax-sharing, the grommets, young and old. About the tried and true, those who've paid their dues. And about those who choose to find refuge in the sea. So, um, Hawaii, you just like literally pulled up residency, which is like the best move ever. Cause, um, I mean the season was, uh, can you move? How's your body feel? Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just slowly starting to get back in the groove of being home. But, um, yeah, I just kind of posted up for like three months and just, I don't know. I've never really been to Hawaii other than like, or longer than, I'd say like two weeks before. So this was kind of just one of those, I was just kind of trying it out and seeing how I went. But every month it would end and I would just be like, okay, I want to stay for another month. I just, I want to do that again. Cause, um, you know, there's always opportunity over there. So I don't know. I just took it as it came and, and it ended up working out pretty good, but I'm happy to be home too. Yeah. The, um, it is a good lifestyle though. It is a good, were you like, what was the routine? Like, midday naps i know you can just <laughs> poke what was the routine um i don't know i would just you know first things first of course and go straight to the coffee maker when i wake up and then um nice yeah i don't know it depends on um depends on what the swell was doing that day but usually check the surfline cams and get a gauge of of where and and what was going on but Usually every every day there was swell, there would be one spot that was like really lit up and like everybody was there. But um, I don't know. I also like I was picking my windows a lot more, too, than just getting on it straight away. I was just trying to figure out when it was like most least crowded. And but I don't know. I, yeah, that was kind of my routine is just look at the surfline cams and then kind of go from there. And I mean, at least at least two to three surfs a day because it's just pumping all day but it's hard to get out of the water yeah it's such a good such good vibes man mm -hmm. you just been you would have you would have felt like you're just cheating you know like everyone else is probably in the world could be cold miserable and uh, <laughs> on lockdown and i'm in hawaii <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty much it i i saw everybody here and for or at least for a while it was it was pretty flat and it was just, it was getting cold. And my, my mom and dad were just like, yeah, there's nothing going on here. Like it's cold and the waves are small. So you might as well just hang out and, and, um, 
yeah, just kind of get my feet wet over in Hawaii. That was my first my first long haul of the winter, so it went pretty well. Nice, man, nice. Well, I want to get into the Bahamas trip that we went on last year. Mm -hmm. um, it was basically right before the world went locked down, like first proper lockdown. Um, so I guess the boys, you know, Hayne and James have just been like the footage or you know the content just been locked in a vault dude with and they couldn't even find the key but i guess they found it and they um so uh yeah we got to sort of maybe close our eyes here and go back to you know um back about eight months here and um you know what i i really levi i really want to get your sort of take or expectations like um you know, you're like, oh, we're going to the Bahamas. Can you even like remember back to like, you know, you're jumping on the flight with James and you're coming to Florida. Um, sort of walk me through the like, you think you get waves, you know, what do you know about the Bahamas? Like, tell me where your head's at at that point on your way over. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I didn't really have um, too much expectation. I was kind of just, I was going based off what you said mostly to me because I don't know. I've never heard of anybody really getting. What did I say? Uh, you were just like, okay, like uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to the Bahamas with my buddy uh, Joe, and he's gonna fly us on his private plane, and we're gonna stay at his house for a couple of days, and hopefully score this little marina wave that doesn't really break too often. And so that was kind of like my my first my first hearing of what was gonna go on, but. Um, I had I had plans in Florida at a contest going on a couple days after we got back, but um, just before I was just I just asked you what boards to bring because I didn't really know what we were getting into, but um, my expectations were low. I didn't really know too much what was going to go on. I was kind of just along for the ride and getting to experience it all really. What'd you sort of think when we're like driving into the airport and then? Um what do you think about like opening up the garage and he just pulls out this little plane? <laughs> I don't know. I was just, uh, I was more just shocked. Like I didn't, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into until we like started loading all of our stuff into this tiny little plane where I could even move my legs. Cause by the time I sat down, I had surfboards, camera gear, luggage just on my lap. So that was kind of like, but when I first saw the plane, I was just, I, I just instantly thought, wow, this, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It was, it was an experience, but I didn't really, I didn't know what I was getting myself into until it started happening. That's classic. And then, uh, yeah, because so we're sort of, you know, and then we, then we, um, you know, we load up the plane, we, we take off and we're headed over and, um, I'm kind of like stressing out a little bit because I'm, cause you just, I mean, there could literally be a swell for like two hours there. And I was like, if we could just get like four hours, I was kind of going to be stoked. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, sort of tell me the experience in the morning and the first time, um, you properly saw the ocean and saw the wave that we were surfing. Yeah. Um, I woke up that morning. I kind of was just like, to be quite honest, I, I didn't really, uh, I was a little bit scared that we weren't going to get any waves and I was kind of just like tripping out like, 
oh, maybe I should be back back in Florida training for this QS and Pro Junior or whatever. But, um, yeah, so we pull up to the wave at the marina where we shot all the footage. And, like, the I remember the first wave I saw was just, like, we saw this set come in, and it was just a perfect left that just – it was pretty much just a perfect barrel that went all the way down the beach. And, I mean, I, I didn't see one other person – the whole entire time we were there so we so my first thing was we pull up to this wave and we saw that wave and I was just like okay wow like this is real like this is actually happening like there's nobody around I'm about to surf this perfect left with one of my favorite surfers ever so that was like that was my first my first sort of thought was just like wow this is actually going to happen like I'm not I'm not tripping out that there's not going to be waves anymore <laughs> <laughs> that was my feeling as well. I was just like, oh my gosh, we there's waves. We're I don't know how long it's gonna last, but we're there's waves right now. Yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I, yeah, we were just like tripping and then um and then I just always remember like how white the sand is and like how blue the water is. It's just it's just like the it feels like it can't get any bluer. Yeah. The sand can't get any whiter. It was that's, crazy. That's what always trips me out. There was so many. There was so many different colors going on too. It was like I never, I never seen anything like that. Like, but I don't know. I guess when you're a kid, you don't really, you don't really think about how like once in a lifetime that kind of stuff is. But I don't know. I feel like when I saw that wave and there was nobody around, I was like, wow, this this could actually be like one of those one of those sessions that I'll never have again. So I don't know. I just felt like I was. I was ready to just get after it. I was I was like more psyched than I ever had been to go surf. But I think that might have been just because it was just me and you too. I don't know. Yeah, and, that, and then uh, and then I remember we're out surfing and stuff. We're like, don't miss the good ones. And sometimes we would go on like the first two waves of the set, and then like the third one would be the best. And we'd be yeah. like, we'd be paddling back out. Like, did you see how perfect that last one was? Oh, yeah, I think I think we were screaming pretty much like ninety percent of the session because we were just psyching so hard oh yeah and it was cool because we sort of got our feet wet and then um i felt like during the during the surf it, the the waves got a little bit better like as we were yeah surfing that day i feel like almost towards like it was a little it was a little tricky at first to figure out like the lineup spot and then like where to sit and the current was also sucking around the jetty so you had to play that into factor but I feel like almost after we figured it out for like an hour or two, then it started to like really switch on and we were starting to get barreled and do airs and turns and stuff. So that was like, I feel like the last half of the session was, was kind of like the, the most fun just cause I think we both started to figure it out and then we were literally just trading off barrels left and right. Yeah, I agree. There was a point there where we're just like, okay, now I'm getting some of my better waves and you were getting your good waves. And mm -hmm. I was like, it was just rad, man. That's so fun when you're like watching each other's waves and you guys are like the only ones out. And yeah. then I was like, yeah, that was nuts. I remember um, what sticks out to me the most is I remember you doing this like nuts air reverse on kind of like on the inside a little bit, but like right as the backwash hit. And um and then I was like, oh, I don't know if you pulled it. And then you stomped it like clean. And I was like, oh, that was rad. I don't, I just remember that one like <laughs> yeah. vividly. That was crazy. I, I remember that because the air, like the, the wind was just like, it was, it was blowing 
straight into it. So the lefts were like to get barreled. It was it was blowing the barrel almost open, but the the air wind was also crazy. So I was like, okay, I wanna I wanna try and get one of these sections on the inside and and stomp something. But I remember after I landed it, I was like, I was looking around for for James on the beach because. I was just like, oh, did he get it? Did he get it? Because I was just so psyched. Like, and then I saw him on the beach, and he was shooting me fist pumps and stuff. So I, that like kind of <laughs> that fired me up like even more. So that was like, yeah, J- James was running around, like, and then he like went over to the other side of the the marina. Um, but no, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, because there was like no one on the beach except, for, and you couldn't even see James. Like, I think sometimes he was like hiding in the bushes and stuff. Yeah, he's trying to get some some little shots here and there, but I don't know. I think yeah, I think we we nailed it that session. That was that was one of the best sessions I've maybe ever had just cuz of the maybe just the no people and then I don't know, I guess just how fun and rippable and playful the wave was. Yeah, it was um I mean, I actually knew how much of a treat it was because I'd been down there sometimes when there, I thought there was going to be swell. Mm-hmm. So for, I was just, I just kept tripping out. I was just like, all right, the, you know, the pump's going to turn off here, but the waves just kept coming. And I was just like, okay, now we're, um, you know, now we're, now this is really special because this doesn't happen too, too often. And then, um, and then, yeah, man. And then we, uh, yeah, what do we do? Do we go fishing that day? I don't even remember, dude. Or maybe no, the next day. Do we go fishing? I think yeah. I don't know. It was after the swell was done. Uh, we we went when it was flat, but oh, did we go when the waves got smaller? Yeah. Okay, I got ya. So maybe it was like, do you remember when we went freaking? I remember when we went foiling, dude. And you were like, I was like, oh, I wonder how Levi's gonna do on the foil. And dude, you were like killing it on the foil. I was like, how the heck's this kid freaking surf so good? And then like, it looks like he's probably never been on a foil and he's just killing it on the thing. That blew me away. I was like, what? That was fun. Uh, And I got to rip around on the jet skis too. I I just love all that stuff. (laughs) That's right. We dipped the jet skis. Um, Do you remember that dolphin kept following us around? Oh yeah. There was like, like, there was like, yeah, there was like two or three dolphins like, they must have been skeptical on what we were doing, but they just kept trailing us everywhere we went. They weren't into the foil, dude. They were like, they were, yeah, they were territorial on the foil. They mm-hmm. were just hawkeying us the whole time. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, but then, um, and then there's waves all that day, and then I think it was either that afternoon or the next day we went fishing, and um, I think we did. Oh yeah, that's right. We were we were. Um, I think we're bouncing off the bottom, sort of jigging off the bottom, um, like like 150 feet or something. And then, uh, but you know, that is a cool point. What'd you think about like all those colors of blues? Like it always tripped me out, like right off the house, you know, like a football field out the back is like a mm-hmm. thousand feet deep. I just always thought that was like the nutsest thing. Yeah, that that actually really tripped me out because I, I never really like took into mind like, how the like the depth of the water would like i don't know and like the shape of the reef would like change the water color and stuff but i every time i looked at the water there was like 15 different shades of blue that i'd never seen and that was like i remember one photo like really vividly that james got and it was just like i don't know you look outside of the waves and there was just there was like 
one color blue and then like next to it was a different color and then it just like kept going as as the reef changed and as the water got deeper yeah and they're like the most distinct like different blues like bam 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 no mm-hmm. i remember that too Dude, that, that is so that, wild it is like sensory overload man for yeah. sure yeah that was that was definitely it was one of the trips that i was just i really was like well i'm, I'm lucky to to be able to do this and and be with these guys that yeah it was it's such talk about um alaska or maybe other trips that you've been on mm-hmm. like that are do you want to jump into something like that yeah we could do that um yeah so how did this how would you say comparatively um you know with the other trips i don't even know if you can compare them levi but um so if you think about alaska when you went down there with lucas and damo and james as well um and then even even uh hawaii and then when you went to canada um yeah sort of talk to me through those trips and sort of i don't know if you want to compare them or um just things or highlights or just I don't know, it's just weird stuff gets stick, stuck in your brain, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Alaska trip was just, an, I mean, I guess another, another, another day of just being mesmerized by what was in front of me was we kind of just, we were in Alaska and we, we woke up and every day we kind of had like a little bit of like a, a list of what we wanted to like achieve and what we wanted to do, but... Um, we had heard from uh, Rat Boy that this little wave across the channel on like a different part of the island was gonna be was gonna be fun. So um, we loaded up that morning and we we kind of just put everything we had in the car. Just we had our poles, our rods, and then uh, all of our surfboards and our our gear. And then um, yeah, we kind of just we went down to the marina and. We loaded up the uh, we loaded up the little skiff with with all of our boards and um, all of us dudes and we kind of just we made our trek across the waters to this different part of the island. But um, what one thing I can remember was there was just this huge snow-capped mountain in the back of of where we where we were surfing and we pulled up at this little cove where um, where we were gonna anchor the boat and then. Um, we anchor the boat. We put all of our wetsuit gear on because we kind of just we were just gonna go for it, even if the wave wasn't breaking. We were just gonna go check it out. But um, we anchor the boat. We throw our boards off the boat, and then um, we run across this little. We or we run through the forest, this little forest, and um, we pop out, and there's this like sick little left and right cobblestone point break that was like on one point or on one side of the cove it was a left and then on the other side there was a right and um so rad yeah it was it was um lucas and damo were over on the on the left and then me and rat boy the regular footers were trying to hunt down this little mystical right over on the other side but um i just remember that session being so fun just being able to go across the cove to surf the left and then we could surf the right but um yeah, I just I remember that session was it was really cold, but at the same time there was this huge snow capped mountain in front of us, and we were just I don't know kind of just taking in what was like happening, and um, yeah, that was one of those times too where I was just like, wow, I don't know what's going on, but 
I'm just going to try and take in and enjoy every little second of it. But, um, was there any, was there any fish? Because I remember this thing where it was just like this, like little, I don't know, just like a, just the smallest little body of water where these fish were just like so clear and they were just all sort of packed up in there and you guys were getting them. Yeah. Um, after the surf session, we went back to the, to the Harbor and we were like, Hey, like maybe we should, instead of going back to eat, we can just grab some snacks and, and load the boat back up with all of our fishing gear and go try and go try and catch some fish. And, um, we pulled up to this little zone, um, this little, this little cove and the water was as clear as you can get it. You could, it would, the, the water was probably only around like 10 to 15 feet deep where we were, but as clear as, as water can get. And, um, it was just stocked full of salmon everywhere you look there is salmon everywhere and so we're all we're all freaking out just screaming and we all grab rods and start casting we're all hooking up on fish and then that must have went for like over an hour i'd say we were all just hooking up salmon catching them throwing them back whatever whatever we needed to do and then we um eventually we were catching so many of them that we were just like okay like um, we can switch it up here. So we only went like, we'd even go that far out. We literally left that salmon spot and drove the boat out like two minutes. And, um, it drops off really quick where we were. So we were fishing in like probably like 200 plus feet of water. It seemed like, but we were just dropping down to the bottom and, um, you would jig the rod a few times and you would just get slammed by these huge halibut. And I remember, (laughs) I remember uh, Damo hooked up on this huge halibut and it was so funny to watch because he was, um, I don't think we all really knew what was going on, maybe except for, well, I guess me and Damo were pretty new to it, but um, Damo just, he jigged it a couple times and he hooked up on this huge halibut. And um, so, yeah, he, he ends up fighting this thing for a while and he gets it to the boat and, um, Lucas goes to gaff it and he gaffs it and right when he flips it into the boat I just it was like the loudest sound it was like gunshots going off because the fish was just it was so big and it was just it was flipping all around the boat and everybody was freaking out and it was just it was a chaotic scene but um we ended up just fishing halibut right there for like an hour and a half to two hours and then by the time we ended up going back to the harbor it was it was starting to get dark and and the day was kind of coming to an end but that whole day was kind of just like from going to surf that wave in that cove to going back and switching our surfboards out for rods and just going to fish pretty much until dark was like I just remember being so torched and salty from that day but all we could do was just laugh of what was happening because it was just so like incredible i don't know that's nuts man just to think that like and it was like your arms are probably so dead by then dude because you're just like (laughs) yanking on fish the whole time full speed and then that's kind of you surfed yeah it was it was kind of like what everybody dreams about just catching fish whenever (laughs) whenever you wanted to like literally just throw throw your freaking lure in the water and you were hooked up like pretty instant so <laughs> it was it was a great time I'll that's another day where I'll never forget that day 
Yeah, that seems pretty special, man, right there. And once again, only like a few people around, you know, just the crew mm-hmm. you were with, and then you guys were just like, I don't know, it just nowadays that just puts another, just puts another like level yeah. on the enjoyment of it. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nobody, nobody around, just just the boys, and I think that was, it was so fun because we we were just doing kind of whatever we wanted to, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just remember how, how just tired and just salty we all were after that day. And I think that's kind of just, that's, it's what we went there for. And we, we nailed it. It was, it was so much fun. And then, and then it just looked like cold. And then you guys got that slab in Canada mm-hmm. and on that boat and stuff. Yeah. Any sort of just like funny or just things that just had stuck in your brain from, yeah or or like the the bear prints or mm-hmm. James doing something funny or yeah, I don't no. know, or Demo doing something dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, a lot of things stick out in my head, but I remember it was actually crazy. I I didn't really I didn't expect how long it was gonna take us to even get where we were going, but um, yeah. So we we um, we were leaving we were leaving San Diego and we flew. We took one flight. I think to, um, I think we went to Washington and stayed overnight, and then we had to take a nut, one more flight. I think um, to uh, I think it was uh, Vancouver, and then yeah, so we took we got to Vancouver, got all of our stuff ready, and then um, we had to get our rental car and drive maybe an hour or two to. Um, jump on a ferry to get to um the other island where we we're going to be leaving out of um a harbor to go to our another boat but um it pretty much just it took us like two days because we had to stay overnight in a hotel before we uh were able to leave to go out to the other boat but i just remember being so exhausted like after traveling for those two days to get to the boat and then i don't know after we we're or actually, when we were on um, when we were on our little our little skiff boat to get out to the bigger boat that we we're gonna be that we we're gonna be uh, sleeping and and staying on for the time we we're in Canada, I was just it was just so freakishly cold. Like I didn't have any gear ready for how cold it was gonna be. So I, I just remember that ride being like pretty much as cold as you can be before like maybe even like frostbite or something. I was just, just, I was just shaking like a leaf, but, um, I don't know. Maybe that's another reason why I took such a good nap is because I was just so, I was so cold and just so tired from the two days of travel that took us to get even out to where we wanted to be going. And then we kind of just, we didn't really even have a clue what we were going to, what we were going to do. We were kind of just going to go off what the guys were saying that were driving the boat and, and see what they were thinking um but yeah I don't know I guess just rolling up to that slab like first things first like it was like it it pretty much felt like we were just thrown straight into it so that was like that was kind of the first thing after I I woke up after James shook me I was like oh my goodness like we're straight into it right now I'm 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 stiff no stretching just put the wetsuits on and go yeah you're um, wearing booties probably I was I was like a little mini seal just trying to move around in my five four seven mil gloves and booties and 
a hoodie. On a slab. Yeah. On a slab. Just on, yeah, it must have been one of the most shallow waves I've ever surfed. There was there was straight dry reef everywhere. Every every time you would take off, you were just looking at a straight reef. But um, but yeah, I remember when we were first we were first putting our wetsuits on and stuff. We we looked in and and it was like it there was a helicopter on the beach and we were kind of just like, well, why is there a helicopter on the beach? But it was, um, it was actually Chippa Wilson and Pete DeViries that were, were out surfing this wave. They, they flew in on a heli cause they heard it was, it was going to be good or, or the swell was going to hit good at that slab. So they must've rented a heli and, and flew in just to surf. No way. Where did, where did the helicopter depart from? Like Vancouver or something? I guess so. I don't know. Cause um, they maybe out of like Tofino or something, but um, I just remember seeing the helicopter on the beach, and I was like, "Who is that?" And then, literally, right when we paddled, Slater, dude, it's Slater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right when we paddled out, it it was I saw it was Chippa, and then uh, Pete Deviries, and I was just like, "Wow, this wave must be pretty sick if these guys flew a helicopter in to surf it." seriously dude you're like i'm in the right spot now like i guess i guess i'm here and and this is happening now yeah that was quick yeah it felt like we're in the middle of nowhere to be honest with you i was just like but the whole time i was just looking around like where am i and how did i even get to this point no that's classic but man it was it was so fun just a bunch of groms dude i that is a cool sort of story you know you're just like oh I'll just lay down in my bunk here you know whatever you know probably won't get any waves today maybe tomorrow um and then they're like yeah we're gonna go surf and then you're you know like well, you know something following the the point or something but no nah. you wake up and you're like whoa what's a freaking slab yeah kind of going inside out <laughs> mm-hmm. i just saw the the backs being blown off the waves by the offshore the stiff freezing cold offshore so i was just like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put my five four on and just go go to work right now. Well, that's rad. That yeah. is a, that is a. Any other stories like that, guys? That's a sick. Yeah. That was a good one. Levi, can you talk to us about how you went out to Fiji and surfed cloud break? Mm-hmm. And what was it like surfing the cloud break with yeah. the hop good? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was yeah I was just getting started on that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go on that trip. Um, with you guys to uh to tabby that looked like that looked pretty dang special i mean you guys absolutely scored to score cloud break with like no wind at that size is like you guys scored man tell me about that tell me tell me about fishing with Dwayne and rory and fred and just all the boys jared was there like that was not i mean Fiji can handle a crew, but that was a solid crew. Yeah, that that whole trip was pretty crazy. Just to just to start out, like we, me and Damo hop on a flight out of LA, and we're going to Fiji. And um, you know, I've of course you two have both been there a bunch of times, so I just I knew I was in the right hands. But um, yeah, so like first things first, we we it was pretty straight into it the trip we just we woke up and um i had checked the forecast a couple times and or actually another another funny story before the before the day of the swell me and Dan, it was a flat day and me and damo were just messing around and we we're like oh let's go let's go for a quick foil session so 
um, we took one of the skis out that they had at, at Nimotu and um, we were just we were jetting around on the on the ski and I'd got or Damo had towed me into a couple little swells on the foil that that were fun. I was just cruising around and then I don't think Damo had ever ever foiled before, but he was just like, "Okay, I want to try. I want to try." And I, he was just like, how, "Like, how do you do it?" And I was just like, "Oh, like, like you'll be you'll you'll get it. Like, you just keep keep your weight on your front foot and <laughs> and I I kind of forget what I was telling him, but um, he he gets up on the foil for a second, and I'm like, "Okay, no, he's got it. Like, I'm towing him pretty slow." And I was like, "Okay, he's got it." And then literally right when I look back he he flips and goes on top of the foil and he came up and he had this huge gash in the side of his head and um yeah like first thing I just (laughs) I just couldn't help but just feel so bad I was just like wow this trip's just getting started and he just he he just got a huge gash in his (laughs) head from the foil (laughs) dude he he took himself out that was Levi just killed Damo Oh no, that's that's literally what I felt like. I felt like it was my fault, but um, you know how Damo is—he just he shook it off, and he uh, they ended up taking him to get stitches on a different island. But um, anyway, for him, I thought surfing was out of the picture. I was like, okay, he has this huge gash on his head. He had to get a bunch of stitches. But we um, we wake up that morning, and Damo's like yeah, I think it's like, I think there's some size today. Like, let's, let's try and get on a boat as soon as we can, like, go get your stuff together. And then like, first thing I was kind of just like, oh, like what board should I bring? He's like, oh, like shouldn't be that big. Just bring like a little, a little mini step up. If not, like just bring your shorties. And I was like, okay, yeah, like no worries. And then, um, you know, as we're, we're motoring out on the boat, we start to get closer to claw break and, uh, we we're going over some like pretty good sized swells. <laughs> I was just, you know, the the little bit of uh, curiosity kind of kicked in. I was just like, okay, like how big is it? And then um, I don't know. I was I was pretty young too, so we had just showed up to cloud break, and I saw the first couple waves, and it was it was good size. I mean, for 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 me, I would say it was probably like, I mean, there's a couple solid eight foot sets, and. Um, I was just kind of like first time ever surfing that wave and um Damo just instantly freaks out and I don't know you know who he is CJ he just <laughs> you guys just freak out when you see something anything exciting to surf but he um he jets out there first wave I see him get it's like a 10 second f- like four barrels on the wave like and I was just like oh gosh like okay like this is happening right now so I jump off the boat. And what do you think about your boards, though? You're like, dude, it's Grump friggin'. This guy told me to bring my shorties out. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, it's it's solid, and all I have is like an inch up for my step up. I think at the time I was riding like my shortboard was maybe like a five five, and I I think I had like a five six or five seven step up, and then um, <laughs> so yeah, I jump off with whatever the biggest board I brought and. Um, I was just kind of I was just kind of moving around in the lineup. I didn't really expect to like jump straight into it. I was kind of just gonna kind of feel it out and and see where everybody was sitting. But um, I don't know. I guess just like seeing how Damo was like reading that wave was just it was the most like mind-boggling thing. He was just 
he he knew exactly what was going to happen on every single wave it it just it looked like i was watching a surf movie it was like <laughs> it just i don't know so i was just so mesmerized by how he was surfing it and then and then matt and lucas were destroying it too you know they're all goofy footers so i was i was kind of the the lone regular footer grom but um you know i got a couple fun waves i didn't i didn't of course get anything crazy because it was my first time and it was it was pretty big cloud break for for i mean i guess the kid i was but um but no that was just just watching what was going down that day was just it was crazy it was the most some of the most perfect waves i've ever seen in my life i'd say it is pretty nuts the um and then especially on your backhand um because the speed yeah. The, the speed of the wave changes a lot. Like one second you're like cruising, next thing you're mocking, and then you're like, it's like changes changes pace like a lot real yeah. quick. Yeah, that was another thing for me. I I had never really surfed a wave where you had to like pump backside in the barrel, so I never really I didn't know whether if I even knew how to do that, so I wasn't. I mean, I had gotten a couple fun waves, and I was just trying to get barreled on every single wave. And then Damo was like, "Dude, just if the wave's not barreling, just go for turns." And then that's when I kind of was like, "Okay, like I'll just get some waves that have an open face, and then if a barrel like ends up coming to me, I'm I'm gonna take it." But I don't know. He was like, "Yeah, just try and just try and turn as hard as you can off the lip." And yeah, I just remember being like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll try," but. I'm seeing you fly through barrels, getting like five barrels per wave, like, but I don't know. It's all good. He was on, he was just on a different level. I don't know. He, that was some of the best surfing I've ever seen done in my life in person. <laughs> wow. No, I'm sure you were holding your own, but it is a, it is a cool wave. I couldn't imagine um, that, the, you know, there's a learning curve for sure. And that's part of the fun. Yeah. Um, but but now, yeah, it does change. Yeah. Now I know always. Always bring a little bit bigger board than what Damo's telling you. <laughs> yep, that's that's the rule of thumb. Yeah, that, that is that is the rule of thumb. And then what about um, you guys are hitting the you guys are had a pretty healthy balance of the fishing and the surfing. Yeah, um, yeah, that was another thing. Was everybody there was this huge group of of guys that that were just pretty much only there to fish because. Dwayne was a uh, he was running like a little chartering system over there in Fiji so he they were all fishing every single day even if we were trying to go surf they were they were still going out and fishing but um we had one day where we went out on the boat pretty much it seemed like we were on the boat pretty much like all day but um again one of those situations where it was just some of the prettiest watercolors I've ever seen it it looked like like we would cast our lures and you could see them out there like the whole entire way because it was just so clear and so like pristine but um yeah we just we uh we were fishing for maybe an hour at first and we were all we all just had poppers on because we were trying to pop for gts so we were just um and i had never really done fishing like that in my life so it was kind of lucas was giving me a little bit of information here and there he was telling me how to do it and stuff but um i ended up hooking this like pretty good size i I forget what it's called i think it was like a red maybe like a red snapper but it was like a sea bass sort of fish but um 
I ended up hooking it and I just remembered the biggest explosion on my lure and that's like that was like one of those times where I just got, I got so excited when that happened and then um yeah I don't know we ended up getting it to the boat and I took a couple of photos with it but I just kind of I fell in love with fishing more on that trip just because I got to see like how exciting and and just like seeing what Lucas was doing too it was just it was crazy because those guys are at such a different level and and um but yeah that that whole day was crazy because from the watercolors and then being able to fish with all these guys and just talk story and have just like the best time of our lives was like that's that was definitely like that was some of the funnest times I'd say I've ever had on the water in one day oh, that's rad man yeah that was a good um, time you know what, too, I wanted to talk about a little bit was just like sort of like how are you how are you processing like if you go to like higher level, sort of come out of this, go higher level, like how are you process processing like you as a Grom in your career where you're like, okay, you know, they're barely pulling off a couple CTs a year, like what does it look like? How are they going to pull this thing? Like, is there going to be a QS next year? Like what are your thoughts on like just professional surfing from, from being a Grom, you know? Mm, yeah. I don't know. As of, as of right now, this last kind of year, I've kind of just like, I don't know. I slowly came to grips that I probably wasn't going to be competing at all very much this year. So I'm more just, I'm more just focused on just working on myself as a person. And then of course my, my surfing and my, I don't know, I guess my general idea of what I want to do with with surfing and, um, yeah, kind of just within the sport. But I guess as of right now, um, I'm kind of just waiting to hear. It sounds like they're maybe going to be able to run a couple CTs in Australia. Um, but for the QS, it doesn't really sound like they're going to be able to do much other than a couple little contests um, within, like, um, the region. So... I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind of just going to keep working on myself and, and when the time comes, I'll just be ready to perform, I guess. Yeah, no, look, I think it's going to be like for you, um, 10 years time, you're going to look back and just, and, uh, really see this as a big blessing of how it all played out. But like in the moment, I, uh, and I, I could probably say that from, you know, being 40 years old and, um, but I always just was wondering how you were, you know, how the Groms are like processing it at the age that you're at, you know, um, mm -hmm. because there's just so many, so many different thought processes, but like so many different avenues of like, okay, how do I want to spend my time right now? Um, you know, so I just, I, uh, have you got any like, like little off the rails thing? Like, I don't know, like, should I just go become like an electrician for or... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's it's definitely been weird for me I've kind of just I've kind of just been going with the flow and not not I've been trying not to worry about um as much as as some people do about what's going to happen I'm kind of just taking it as what what's in front of me and I don't know I mean a lot of people can say different stuff about it but I guess I kind of just took this as like, I don't know, as a good time for me to just grow myself. Cause as a kid, you're kind of just, 
you're you have a dream of of being on the ct one day and then um you slowly start to realize like hey this is like it turns into a, a real job you know for you but um i don't know i guess for me looking back on it or looking at my situation right now um i kind of haven't i kind of haven't uh worried too much about when the contests are going to start back up i just i just want to be want to be relevant in the time that i have and kind of just like focus on on uh improving just my life in general but i don't know i guess looking looking ahead for the next couple of years i just i hope that surfing can slowly start to come back around and contests can run and we can travel and i guess that's kind of my my outlook on the whole thing yeah no that's a good place to be that's yeah, yeah that, that, that's real good and look it will it'll you know it'll all come back for sure it'll come back in a hurry absolutely yeah. Um, um yeah i'm not you know what i i gotta admit i'm not good with the intros and the outros but practice makes perfect um so yeah levi thanks for um thanks for coming on breaking it down for us um telling us about the trips and uh what you've been up to um yeah, no and, worries. Uh, I got to I got to relive the moments through the through the talking with Siege. Yeah, I'm supposed to get better at these. I'm not sure if I'm getting any better, but um, oh, you're killing but it. But yeah, dude. no, no, we're uh, that was that was some cool stuff, dude. We've we've come a long way, man. We've come a long way. It's sort of, sort of just making me think of like, uh, man, time flies when we're having fun. So, uh, and um, and you're growing up, dude. You're freaking becoming a man here. Yep. Slowly. But um, figure it out. (laughs) But yeah, dude. And then, um, and speaking of trips, I mean, we were supposed to go on a trip last week, and you know how the the start and stopping program goes nowadays with traveling. So we got um, I sound like it was um, swell didn't really line up. So we were um, but yeah, are you uh, how excited are you about going to Bocas, man? I, I can't wait, dude. Yeah, I'm 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 feeling the same feelings. I was I was a little bummed out that the the trip didn't happen last week, but at the same time it sounded like they got some some weird weather with it. So, but dude, I'm I've always seen clips and have wanted to go there, so hopefully we can go over there and do what we do on every trip and just score and have fun. Yeah, that's gonna be sick. No, we're all so pumped on that. I'm ex- I'm pumped to see what the fishing scene is down there. Oh, me too. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be sick. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's it's gonna be so good to get on a trip again with you guys. It's been it's been way too long, man. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll bring the microphones down, set them up during uh, dinner time. <laughs> yeah, dude. We'll have the straight we'll have the straight logbook every day after. We can just sort of like be super salty and like real tired and just shoveling food in our mouth yeah. <laughs> that, that'll make for some good content <laughs> let's do it dude <laughs> all right man well um dude have a great afternoon and we will see you in um hopefully panama dude yeah sounds Yew. good thank you for having me stoked Yew. salty ship log thank you for listening to salty stories the ship's log Presented by Salty Crew and hosted by The Sage, CJ Hopkins. To see the trips that were mentioned, check out Thrill Seekers and Risk Takers the Movie on YouTube or salty-crew.com. And keep an eye out for more Salty Stories episodes coming soon. <laughs>